Oh, it is the T-Wiz podcast. We are back again after another week. Fantastic. How you going, Wiz? Feeling good, mate. Feeling good? Feeling young, been training and feeling good. That's good, mate. I mean, we had a uh, couple of little episodes that we did as a trial run last week. They went okay. Good, mate. We've got got some great guests. The show's going well. Yep. I've got the uh, footy show Tuesday. I've got a beer commercial, so I'm starting to get in a bit of erection. Starting to get busy, a lot of cameos, a lot of uh, memos. A lot of stuff going on. Well, Dave, I mean... David's here, hasn't had a show for two weeks, so starting to get in the direction myself. We, that's unbelievable. We watched the Big Brother thing, 2003, that was funny. Great. That certainly was. I mean, well, tonight we have got an incredible show. We how, have got... How, how was your week, Tony? All right? My week Good. was fucking amazing. Good. Yes. Homeschooling. Yep. Lockdown. Doesn't get any better, mate. Yeah, it's not easy with homeschooling at your age. <laughs> Like a great, my son's 27, so I'm all right. Yeah, well, I'm not quite there yet, mate. But tonight we have got Dale Ryder, Simon Hosford, yep. both absolute legends. Dale's had about 14 number ones. I've only had two, so I was a bit jealous. You're a bit jealous of that. And I'm godfather to his daughter, me and Lisa, and Simon Hoskin. Hosford. Hosford, um, one of the best guitarists in the world. He is absolutely incredible. And we've got a few little segments tonight. We've got Take a Kappa. Yep. We've got the uh, T-Wiz quiz and we've got the uppercut of the week. Fuck, it's going to be a big year. It's going to be a bloody big year. We've got Charlie Sheen on in a few weeks. I'll be getting him. Pamela but- Anderson, as she doesn't give me a slap, I'll be getting her on. <laughs> Ultra Turn co-star, Charlie Sheen. And with a bit of luck, we'll get the beautiful Schwarzenegger. The Schwarzenegger. Man, we're going to get the governator. Yep. Well, mate, there was a couple of things I wanted to ask you about. I, I, I remember back in the day... That uh, when you were at the height of your powers, I remember seeing you on Neighbours. Is that right? Yeah, I think, I think it was 83, yep. 83. How yeah. the hell did you end up on that show? I think Kylie was 17, I was 18, and they wanted um, a little person to market the swans, and that was me. So I thought we're going to get him to sing a song <laughs> and also appear on Neighbours. So It worked out all right? I had three episodes and taught Kylie how to sing and dance. How would you get along with Kylie? Good. She was four foot nine, so it's perfect size. <laughs> she worth thirty five million, and I'm worth fuck all. It was fucking great. Actually, I'm just getting a, uh, she, a had little... no, she had about fourteen number ones. I only had one. Mm, that would have rubbed. And I did, and I did dub the shit out of it. Did that rub you the right way or the wrong way, mate? The right way. I was a millionaire yeah. of the eighties. <laughs> Well, think, I'm, I'm getting a little signal from our technical director, Nick, Nicky, Nicky D. I thought Nicky D got the ass last week. He's he back. did get the ass last week, but we've hey. given him another chance. Hey. Uh, no, sorry, mate. You're not on air talent. Fuck Keep Nicky it quiet. Nicky D was embarrassing us last week. He absolutely was. So our technical director is giving me a bit of a signal now to, to let me know that we have a Three caller. Cheers for Nicky D. No, 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 no. He's not there yet, mate. But we have a caller coming in. Let me just take the call and see who this is. Hey, Tony. You know Nicky, Help. Yeah, Nick, yeah, Nicky D. Yeah. He's that ugly. You make a train take a dirt road. <laughs> Caps going boom. Caps is going boom tonight. Um, we have a caller on the phone. Hello. This is the T-Wiz podcast. Who is this? Hello? Oh, yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who the hell is this? Um, hi, my name's Carol. Carol? Um, I'm, actually, I'm actually Kylie's mother. Kylie, Kylie Minogue's mother? She's not going to go for a walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Ca- Carol, do you remember the Wiz? I most certainly do. My husband, Ronald, and I, we admired his sporting prowess, although we bagged for the Ds. Go, Ds. Well, I don't know whether we're going to go for the Ds right now. Fuck the Ds. But we have have very – we have – 
very fond memories of young Warwick coming to our house in Camberwell all those years ago. Oh, my goodness. Tell us a little bit about that, please. Keep it quiet. Please. Keep it quiet. Well, my husband Ronald and I, we were watching To the Manor Born, (laughs) and young Warwick answers the door. He's such a gentleman. And he went up to Kylie's room, and all of a sudden we could hear noise coming from the room. I couldn't quite work out what it was. <laughs> Mate, does this ring Ronald, any bells? Where's, what's going on here? I think we're doing each other's makeup in here. But keep, okay, keep yeah, yeah. All good, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of banging and crashing and smacking, and <laughs> I went up to knock on the door because we did have Danny's room padlocked so Warwick couldn't get in there. But yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we you know, walked in, you know, Danny walked should, into should. the room. Yeah. Da- Danny had a little bit of a fire in her belly too, I think. Hey, Mrs. Minogue, you know, Danny, she's had that much plastic surgery. When she cries, the tears run down her back. <laughs> Caps go, boom. Continue, love. Oh, please. Tell we us. knocked on, I opened the door and there was a shirtless Warwick. Shirtless Warwick? With, with size four Slashinger shorts on. You were wearing your big ones that day, Warwick. Yeah, there's the size three. I bought them for my son, even though he wasn't born back in 85. Well, just, just for the story. Continue, Mrs. Minogue. I love you like a sister, yeah. but I'm from Tasmania. Yeah. There was Kylie on all fours, and there was Warwick oh, oh my God. Taking, what's known, taking what's known as a specky. We call them a capper in this house. Capper! I heard him say. Hey, was the mother? She's the best. Oh, my goodness. Well, Warwick, was it true that you took a kappa over Kylie Minogue? Yeah, and I actually went over mother in the bedroom. I said, I only take what's mine. Oh, my goodness. You'll be out Mrs. Minogue, is it true that uh, Warwick was knocking on your door at night as well? What's going on there? Uh, we're not going to talk out of sorts because <laughs> her husband, Ronald, uh, does tune into the podcast. He, he does. does. Just like he that. does. Tony's that really hurt. That really is. I mean, I, yeah, it is her, mate. I'm starting to get blood. <laughs> but let... But let's just say that Bouncer the dog. Bouncer. I remember Bouncer. It wasn't Bouncer on Neighbours. Bouncer was on Neighbours, yeah. Well, we had Bouncer at our house for quite a long time and after Warwick's visits, Bouncer became quite strange. Did Bouncer get the lipstick out? Is that what you're saying, Mrs Minogue? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just say Kylie's Cabbage Patch Doll Collection's never been the same since. Oh, Mrs Minogue. We love you. You you need to go and give uh, what was his name Reginald? What was the husband's name? Go and give Reg a bit of rogering. <laughs> Ronald? Ronald. Ronald. Well, you need to go and give Ronald. Ronald a, uh, go and give Ronald Minogue a very good rogering. We're going to have to call it quits there because I'm not sure that our our, our legal go no days. no our legal team have cleared go. this segment. But uh, thank you for the call in, Mrs Minogue. This is the T Wiz podcast. You are here with. Wiz Warwick Kappa and Tony Marks. Coming up next, Good Day guys. Rider of Boom. Thanks Crash for Crash Chopra. Ripper. Oh, and we're back. Wizard, we are back. We're and back we in town. Back, we are back with the legendary Dale Ryder from Boom Crash Opera. Oh, how good, <laughs> how, how good is Dale Ryder? He is incredible. How good, how good is how good are you guys? He comes around to my place and he puts it under the bus. Oh, usually <laughs> Dale has a sleepover here. He's not here. I'm very upset. I saw you got a little bed up there for him with his yeah, picture above it. He's got his own bed, his own six-foot picture, and I'm down in the man cave where there's 6,500 photos of me. Dale, I see that you actually do occupy a small, a very small space on the wall of the Kappa Cave. 
As a, an absolute legend of the Australian music scene with uh, huge singles, including Great Wall, Onion Skin, Hands Up in the Air, The Best Thing, Dancing in the Storm. Mate, what is happening with Dale Ryder these days? How good's Dale Ryder? He's, he's unbelievable. He's, he's Dale, Ryder, Dale Ryder is, uh, these days, just playing his on, online computer game. Because <laughs> right. all my gigs are getting rescheduled, as everybody I yeah. guess everybody else. Yeah, it's happened to me, happened to me yeah, too. Uh, I lost 100 gigs too. It's a nightmare, isn't it? COVID. Yeah. So what about, um, what about you know, streaming, Dale? You, you, what, what have you got on, on the platforms at the moment that nah, people could download? Too many people, too many people are streaming. Yep. You know? yep. I, leave it, I leave it to the professionals. I'm, I'm not, I, I get kind of bored doing all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not for me. I, I, I get bored in the studio. I get bored. I, I don't like technology much when it comes to uh, music. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to play my computer games, but when it comes to actually recording stuff and all that, I, it's not for me. I, I, I don't know what it is. I've, I've just never been interested. So you've, you know, had, some, you've had some live shows that have, been, that have been put back because of the lockdown. What, what shows have you got coming up once uh, we finally get out of jail? I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be on tour right at the moment. I'm supposed to be touring with, with Boom Crash Opera with James Rain and then uh, doing some gigs with, with Jason Singh from Taxi Ride, but they're all getting rescheduled. So. Yeah. Yeah, I guess everybody else is in the same spot, you know. But we're all, we're all, we're all trying to. Um, I had a chat with Jason this morning, and he was complaining about his uh, his creative juices getting, you know, yeah, getting was, all muddled. I love him. I, I love how he complains. He's great, Jason. He always complains. He's great. <laughs> He's like me and you. He voiced his opinion. Warwick Fantastic. was uh, was uh, exploring his creative juices a little earlier this evening too. Yeah, I'm doing twenty. I'm, 20, I'm doing twenty eight cameos a week now and memos, the, the one minute videos. So that keeps me a bit occupied. That keeps you going. Uh, yeah, I, I, I play an online game. That keeps me going. Yeah, I look good. for new armor and new swords, so that keeps me going. Now it's it's very hard. It's very it's very difficult because I'm you know musicians. But basically, I like playing to people. I like hanging around people and and. I just haven't have, haven't been able to do that for the for the last few months, and it's it's yeah, it's, it's kind of getting to me now. It's getting, I think it's getting to all of us now. Yeah, it's been eight months. It Everyone's had nothing in Melbourne. It's a nightmare, and we just got to keep positive, mate. We do, and, and you know, I mean, we we need to hear more of that iconic voice. Absolutely, <laughs> especially at my place. Well, especially well, at my next, place at six a.m. Well, next year's all red hot tour, red hot summer tour is back to back to back again. Because I mean, last year we, we were doing it. And it got it all got cancelled with hundreds of collectors and James Rain and a whole bunch of really good, really good bands, you know, Baby Animals and stuff. So hopefully that all comes back again, eventuates uh, in twenty two. Remember, remember, uh, I, remember, I think we should just kiss twenty one be a 
goodbye yeah, now. That, that's what I reckon too. I've got 10 more gigs cancelled, so I'm just going <laughs> to sit down in my man cave and look at myself and do memos and, <laughs> memos and cameos and just be happy. I'm doing, actually doing a beer ad next week with uh, Nitsi from Melbourne, so that's going to be funny. So I've got a uh, beer ad. Good. Hey, can I get a beer ad? I want to get a yeah, beer ad. Yeah, I've got, I got, like I got, I got two in a week, even though the beer tastes like piss. It's still, still, good, <laughs> it's still good fun. It's fantastic. It tastes I like, don't think you've got that ad anymore. Yeah, it, it, it tastes like urine, but you know, it's fan, fantastic. No, hey, Jack, it tastes, tastes shit hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just fucked your beer out. Nah, no, 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 sorry, mate. Nah, actually, I've it. got the sponsors on the phone, Liz. They've just said no. Nah, we you, love it. you can go it's and get it's fucked. It's actually shit. Remember, oh, remember, remember, remember last year's gig, um, Dale? That was funny. That Mornington, we um, were there for eight hours, got the tent set up, and everyone's breaking my balls. It's 47 degrees, and you got your set on there, thank goodness. And then, uh, then it was cancelled. And um, then there was cancelled because of high winds. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Liz, we've got your bit in. That's fantastic. Oh, well. Well, I and mean, I, 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 you know what I'd like to say? I'd like to see a beer ad with Dale Ryder and Warwick Kappa. I can arrange that, mate. I'd love, yeah, I'd like to do that. I'd like to do, do one of them. I'd, I want to do one of those ads with him and um, Charlie Sue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be All funny. All the boys together. That'd, that'd be great. Well, um, you got any uh, gigs coming up? You, you want to promote, mate, or is that next year? I suppose you like me and Simon. Uh, so Everything's cancelled. <laughs> Well, everything's cancelled, basically. No one knows what's going on. You know what you know what it's like. No one knows what's going yeah. on. You just gotta. You just. You just kind of sitting there with your. You're just sitting there waiting. Yeah, basically. I, I had a two grand party next week for eighteen year old. She wasn't even born when I was when I was playing, but I was still going to take the money. But that's cancelled too. And then I had a Playboy lunch next Friday, and Nick, Nick had sixteen tickets. He shattered. So that's gone too. Oh, you can still go play with some boys, can't you? Yeah. Playboy lunch these days yeah. is just basically pizza in a magazine, right? Yeah. Liz? Playboy lunch. Absolutely. Playboy lunch these days is just watching my pointer upstairs and getting excited and going bang. Knock <laughs> 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 the top of it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Dale. What do you call me for? Hey, <laughs> Dale. Hey, Dale. What do you call? What do you call? Um, uh, not Italian. Um, what do they call Italian? Not, not this Italian. is this is going to end well. What's the other guy's name? Not Italian. Um, what do you call? What do you call? <laughs> don't, a, yeah, don't get me involved. What do you call a Greek guy jumping out of a plane at thirty thousand feet? You did this joke last week. Condescending. This Boom. was on the last episode. <laughs> I apologise to anyone out there that already knew the answer to that ad. But I tell you what, Dale. You know we don't want to keep you all night because you know we do know that you've got uh, some. Because the footy's on soon, mate. Yeah, the it's, fo- the- it's starting in ten minutes. So actually, let's get a question of Dale. Quickly. The, 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 the footy, the footy is definitely on this weekend. It's finals fever in Melbourne. But oh, yeah. you know, right now, what we've got. If you don't mind, I'm gonna we're gonna work out some buzzers. But yeah, we're gonna have te- our yeah, my first. Team, my, my team's playing soon, Brisbane. Are they really? Yeah, we're gonna well, get, I mean, get up there. Are they really your team, yeah. Wiz? Are they? <laughs> Not really. They are, they, they are shit. But the Swans lost. I'm, the Swans I'm are out. Off. But uh, we've got our first ever, Dale, and uh, I didn't ask you about this before the show, but we're going to do our first ever T-Wiz quiz. Are you going to be a part of it? Right. Your first yeah, up, you yeah, and Simon. So uh, we need to test our buzzers, Warwick. You can do a kappa for me if you could. Kappa. And uh, Dale, could you do a boom crash opera? Boom, Crash okay, Very no good, Dale. Very good. Okay, there's three questions. Question number one. In the 1980s, who was the best-looking guy in the factory? Boom, Crash Kappa. Kappa. Me. It's Kappa. It, uh, well, I'm... I haven't. I've got it first. I was going to say Kappa. Okay. Uh, that, that's actually incorrect. It might not be 
factually incorrect, was, but for the it quiz. It was Brian Mannix. Actually. It was Brian Mannix. All right. It was Brian can, I a, can I get a half a point for that? No, yeah. no, you get you get all the points there. That's, uh, yeah, that's one love. One love to Dale Ryder. Brian, Brian just had a facelift Question too. Thanks to me. Question number two. Name the blonde-haired, high-flying AFL superstar full forward who put an interstate club on the map and kicked 100 goals in a season. Tell me right now. Kappa. Kappa, who is it? Wizard Kappa. It was actually Tony Modra. Oh, um, question number three. The year, the year is 1987. Warwick the Wizard Kappa kicks 103 goals. Boom Crash Opera are nominated for three arias, including best-selling single for Great Wall. Yep. Who was the highest-paid actor in the world that year? Tom Cruise. Boom Crash Opera. Boom. It was... Uh... Who was it? Oh, shit. <laughs> Who cares? It was fucking Steve Gutenberg from Police Academy. That's correct. Who cares? We're Absolutely no right. Who cares? Who cares? We're getting, no, all, the, no we're, 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 we're getting all the chops. <laughs> hang on, hang on. No way. Was, was, it, it really was it, a it was. It was actually the year after was Tom Cruise, but in 1987, it was Steve Gutenberg. Was it? I think Police Academy 14 probably put him over the highest paid actor <laughs> list. Forget Stephen. We're getting all the roots. Fucking hell. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Look, I, I mean, that's going to go to air or what? <laughs> Dale, when, 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 when we're out of pro- properly out of lockdown and we can do this in person, are you happy to come on the show when we've got video cameras present? Absolutely, mate. I can't Absolutely. wait to bring him into the Kappa Cave live with the iconic frontman of Boom Crash Opera. We love Dale. Dale. We love Dale. Dale. We love Dale Ryder. Check out Dale Ryder Give online. Follow, like. Yeah. Don't follow him too closely. How far apart have we got to be at the moment? One, like? one and a half metres. 1.5 metres, so don't get any closer than that. Hey, guess what, Dale? I love you like a brother, but, yeah, I'm, right. from, but I'm from Tasmania. <laughs> Up next, we have Simon Hosford. Thank you very much to Dale Ryder. Thanks, mate. Yeah. We love Dale. We love Dale Ryder. And we're back. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, now that we're back, this is the inaugural, I think it's the way to say it, Warwick, Take a capper. We have had people that have nominated yep. all sorts of people in their lives for shit they've done that's either been pretty average or it's sometimes... It's actually a great segment. It's a, yeah. big, it's a, big, um, it's a big vote puller. I think it really take, is. Take a Pacino. <laughs> that was my so, food van. Sorry about so that. So let's see. Let's get the uh, one, two and three votes for who has taken a capper this week. Okay, number one vote is... Um, or we'll start at number three. No, we're, we're starting at one vote. First okay. of all, we give one vote. Okay, the, the first vote is Claire, nominated by John. He finally cleaned the fucking dishes. No, that's Get on you, fucking Claire. Back <laughs> on you, John. Get no. on you, John, you prick. I think Claire has nominated John because he's got off his ass and finally done the fucking dishes. Good on you, Johnny. I love it like a brother, but I'm from Tasmania. Three cheers for John. That's one vote for Johnny. Right, Congratulations, Johnny. Johnny. Well, on done, you, Johnny. well done, Johnny. Well done, John. Number two vote. Number two. Marie. Two votes. Got her lawn mower started. I mowed it fucking long. On you, Marie. On you, Marie. Yep. When you lose a cap of yours, they get a bit of a lawn mower. You know do, about do it for you. cutting some grass, don't you, Warren? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I get the policeman next door to do, do my fucking lawn. He borrows my mower and he cuts my fucking grass. Beautiful. And the three votes. Three votes goes to Sirius. Angelo nominated by Abby. No, Abby nominated by Angelo. Okay, I'll fuck that up. Angelo nominated by Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Angelo nominated by Abby. No, Abby Look, nominated by Angelo. Abby, well, you, you fucking wrote it. You, you wrote it. Angelo nominated by Abby. Okay, Abby nominated by fucking Angelo, <laughs> who has been a fighter. She has, and she has a brain tumor, and she's a little champ. She's a little champion. Abby, Good on you, love. 
We here at the T Wiz podcast, we love you. You're a champion. Nominated Abby, and just for that, for getting through that, she gets a special Mark of the Century poster worth Mark of the Century going straight out to your address. So just uh, email us, and we'll send it out to you. Oh, that's that's. Oh, the crowd goes wild on that one, Warwick. Thank you, Abby. We love you. Cheers, Abby. And you'll notice that that was beautifully faded out. We have technology here in spades. <laughs> Coming up next. Oh, there was a sound effect that we're going to sound effect. Sound effect <laughs> is the absolutely incredible Australia's premier session guitar player, Mr. Simon Hosford. I've waited two and a half weeks for this. <laughs> when I knew Simon was on, I was actually Paul bolt to the toilet last week. When I knew Simon was on, he can <laughs> he can shred the shit out of guitar. He's fucking unreal. He's unbelievable. Just let me give a little bit of a lead in. I mean, amongst. A million other things. This is a man who has toured the world with men at work. Tommy Emmanuel refers to this man as Hoss is the boss and is currently putting together another incredible show with his band Fair Warning in tribute to the fallen legend, one of the most influential guitar players in history, Mr. Eddie Van Halen. Welcome to the show, Simon. We love Simon. Give him a clap. Hey. Hey, well done, Simon. Biggest guest in 2021. We love Simon. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It is an absolute honour and a pleasure to be here. It is our yeah. honour and your pleasure. Yes, it is definitely my pleasure. Yes, he's yes. Uh, been fantastic, Simon. I went to a party with Simon. I, I tested him out. I said twenty of the hardest songs in the world, and he just shredded the shit out of it. I said, "This guy can fucking play a bit. He can fantastic. play. He can play." So, Simon, mate, what, <laughs> we uh, you know today we want to we want to pick your brain. You've been around. You've been yeah. around the traps. I remember we first came across each other about nineteen ninety four. Yeah, it was a very long time ago when we first uh, bumped into each other. Yeah, I think you you might have. Were you doing the Hey Hey Band at the time? Yeah, so. Um, Simon's done everything. Freak. He's done it all. He's a freak. When I was 18, I was getting guitar lessons from the then uh, guitarist in the Hey Hey Band, Simon Patterson, yep. who was the long standing member. And he went to go on tour back then, and I think it was 93, um, with Daryl Braithwaite and asked if, as his student, yeah, could I sit in for a little while? And I said, oh, that would be horrible. Because I used to, when I was a teenager, <laughs> I, used to, I used to just listen to those Plucker Duck solos. Oh, I don't know yeah. if, I don't know if duck, anyone listening to this yeah. remembers that. Yeah. I was but watching was... Plucker Duck once and that had a Warwick Hepper lookalike. I said, oh, I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> remember, That's right. Red faces, remember? That's right. Yes. Oh, it's exactly right. And, and those Plucker Duck solos were just a pure shred fest yeah. over and blues 12-bar blues for, you know, uh, that one minute. And so as a kid, I was like, oh, one day I want to play that pluck-a-duck guitar solo. Anyway, long story short, I got offered the opportunity and did indeed play in the Hey Hey Saturday band sitting in for Simon Patterson. Yeah, oh, I, I, well, I, I do remember those days. I mean, I think I was still like Happy basically, uh, you know, playing some shithole pub around the corner <laughs> and um, it was like Simon Hosford has got a gig in the Hey Hey band. You were the, the best of us back then and you are the best of us now. No, I was the best and the worst because I can tell you that a uh, funny story if you want quickly about yeah. my very first live TV. I mean, I've, I ended up doing lots of live TV over the years, um, whether it was as as a guitarist or a, you know, associate musical director or whatever. But my first ever night was when, uh, during the afternoon, Daryl Summers came up and he said, oh, so we've got, have we got Simon sitting in for Simon? Yes. And I was like, (laughs) yep. And he said, well, great. Uh, What about after one of the ad breaks, when we come back in, we do a little feature on you, cameras close up, you can jam whatever blues song you want and and we'll reintroduce (laughs) you as the new Simon. Yeah. I thought at 19 years old that would be 
absolutely wonderful. So I said, yeah, let's do something simple. And I looked at the, uh, the rest of the band and Daryl McKenzie was the musical director, incredible musician. And I said, what about something just that everyone knows, like Eric Clapton, Layla, right? Yeah. Layla. Correct. Got you <laughs> on my knees, Joanne, Lisa. Not, no, no, Joanne I've and Lisa. I got you no. on my knees, <laughs> only, Warwick. With, Sorry, man. Uh, only Layla. <laughs> Only Layla, no Joanne and... and yeah, Simon keeps going, he's, he's going to be on his knees in 10 minutes. Boom! <laughs> anyway, boom! Well, uh, Eric Clapton doesn't sing any of your words right either, mate. No, worry. he doesn't. That's yeah. actually true. So anyway, so I said, so I agreed to this, <laughs> thinking that this would be my, like, my coming of age, my coming out, my swan song. As 19... Swan song, I like it. Good play on words, Simon. You can stay another hour. <laughs> boom! <laughs> <laughs> I like Yes, he's a legend. Right. You see, I just worked that in. <laughs> yeah. I just massaged it in. A just, lovely plan. Just, word summon. Don't say the word massage right no, now. Just don't like, say massage. Just like fingertips <laughs> into a phyllo pastry. Don't say fingertips <laughs> into anything. Hey, Simon, Simon, we can tell Tony's got a sense of humour the way he's dressed. <laughs> Caps goes boom. Caps goes boom. Hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, hold hey. on. Hold on. No, that's not it. There hey. it is. There it is. There hey, hey, Tony, I haven't had this much fun since last night. <laughs> Oh, and I haven't had this much fun since last week. So, anyway. Hey, Simon, Simon, you know the girlfriend, Lisa? She can't fight, but you should see her box. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Catch goes, boom! Hey, Wiz, so two monkeys running a path and and they've got the water running and one goes, and the other one says, well, put some cold in then. (laughs) (laughs) How about a... No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Timing is my thing. Sorry, Simon. Sorry for interrupting while you're talking. Back to you. Well, my father's Irish, and they say, "What's the best thing about Irish jokes? Timing." (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah. So, cutting a very long story, super short. um, uh, Mm. Cameras are on. I'm doing Layla, and but I'm playing like one of those like new Steve Vai guitars with the floating tremolo. Trimlo and I break a string. Yeah. So I'm going. Yep. You're all over the place by then. And it went. And it sounded uh-huh. what? Did you break a string? Oh, yeah. And with one of those guitars, because the bridge sits funny, when you break a string, all it's the all other out. five, no, 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 all the other five go out of tune. So there's me on live television with a camera mm. in my face and all my relatives watching and going, oh, yeah. Yeah, basically. But, so basically, Layla was being played in G demolished live on television. It was definitely G demolished. That's, that's what and instead of amazing. <laughs> that's what most of bad doing a porno and it can't get blood. <laughs> that's just another story. The, <laughs> okay, back to you, Simon. Yeah, the difference in a porno though is that it's not live. <laughs> you got a point. So the fluff has got all the time in the world. I had no time in the world. No, yeah, no, that's I had all my family and relatives and friends watching it and just going, "Oh, that mm. was awful, bro." Yeah. Yeah, awful. Yeah. Anyway, story. so there you go. Who's some yeah. of the biggest bands you played with, Simon, over the years? You would have met, um, met some icons, I'm sure. Yes, I was very fortunate. Uh, in my early 20s, I started touring with Colin Hay and um, and Men at Work. Men at Work, yep. yes, and ended up uh, so uh, Men at Work reformed just with Colin and Greg Ham, and yep. we went to South America a bunch of times, which they had never toured before. So even in the early 80s, when their I albums come were... from a land down under. <laughs> And let me meet and let me chunder. No, is that it? <laughs> yeah, land down under, <laughs> up to up to chunder was correct. The stuff in between is funny. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Sorry, actually, I've got a funny. We, uh, we played the um, ceremony of the 2000 Olympics, ah. and so, and if if you can imagine 
just the organization and the craziness of like rehearsals. So they would ferry us in on these little shuttle buses where we had like exactly five minutes to rehearse our bit. And then of course the security would just shove you back in the bus and stick you out. Anyway, so we would go in there and this security guy who really thought he was a very big Men at Work fan but got the name of the band wrong. Mm. So when we rolled up to the gate and he saw Colin Hay and on his clipboard it said Men at Work, he was like, oh, Men Down Under, Men Down Under. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just wouldn't let – eventually Colin just had to lean into the front window and he said, we're not called bloody Men Down Under. Yeah. <laughs> we're called Men at Work. That's funny. I just – he was so mortified because in his heart he was such a big fan. He just got the name of the band wrong. Yeah. Oh. Like sold, really wrong. They sold, some, not, they, they sold some records, didn't they? They were fantastic. <laughs> it was actually an anthem, their song, wasn't it? Fantastic. It was. And in 1981 Remember? they were the biggest band in the world. Yeah. They played the Us Festival in California in 82 in front of 300,000 people. Jesus. So. So one of, the, one of the videos that I grew up with as a kid was Van Halen headlining that on the Saturday. Yes, we're going to go and play his lead break at halftime. No, but what the I footy. didn't know, so I was, I was joking and fooling around with this on tour with Men at Work on the tour bus and go, oh, the US Festival, uh, Van Halen, David Lee Roth, yeah, yeah. And Colin just turned around to me, matter of fact, and he goes, you know we headlined the night before. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, sad. oh, Wow, that's who I'm playing with. Yeah, at that time it's in big. that year, that was the that were the biggest band in the world. And what I, about Simon? I've got to say though, right? What about Tony? Tony? He also he also played with Emmanuel. Tommy Emmanuel. Tommy Emmanuel. Tommy Emmanuel. Tommy Emmanuel. One one of the greatest guitar, if not the greatest guitar player on the planet. Okay. Is that great? Oh man, I got to tell you guys, I have um, playing playing on stage with Tommy. Is, is two things at the same time. It's, it's inspiring and terrifying because when he says, hey, we're just going to jam on a 12-bar blues <laughs> for like 10 minutes. Is he, unreal? is he great, is he? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And, and so here's the thing. He's on an acoustic guitar with no pedals, no effects, right? just in a, into a DI, right? And I've got my, all my pedal board and, and my distortions and delays and my phases and my jewel amps in stereo. And I'm thinking, oh, I can keep this going for 20 minutes. No problem. Yeah. I'll just pull every lick out. He has outlicked me in the first five minutes and he just really? on an acoustic guitar and he's still going. And I'm like, I've run out. I've played all my ideas <laughs> like that I ever learned <laughs> since I was 13. <laughs> I've now played them all ah. and I've played them with effects now. And I've done every permutation so of the. He's one of the best in Australia, right? Well, one of the best. If this is this is if there was anyone that hadn't listened to Tommy Emmanuel playing acoustic guitar and didn't really understand, this is all I would say to a rock guitarist, maybe. So Steve yep. Vai, who, as we all know, played with David Lee Roth after Van Halen and did his own solo records. Eat him and smile. Eat him and smile. Yep. He now has his own solo record, Vi Records, who Tommy is signed to, and in Vi's own words. Tommy Emmanuel is the greatest guitarist on the planet, and that's from Steve Vai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so would he be would he be up there like as good as Slash? Yes. <laughs> I mean, no, no, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No. Obviously, yeah. obviously, yeah. completely different in style. Yeah, because he's more late. Yes, he's more because straight. that's the Les Paul and the Marshall and yeah. The, but um, I've been fortunate enough to spend so much time with Tommy that okay, can I tell you guys a quick story? Sure. Sure, touring, touring around the States and Europe with Tommy. I get paid by the minutes. Just take your time, Simon. I don't care well, about you, a little bit. Well, you told me I, I was too, so that's why I'm going to tell a story. You are the master. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to go and grab some drinks while you're telling the story. I'm the master blaster, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Shaggy in the house. Anyway, so when I was touring around in a tour bus with Tommy, there's I've been lucky to tour with some great artists, but Tommy had this this thing that only two people I've ever worked with have have had, and it's him and Virgil Donati. Yeah, and right. it's this, that they will go, thank you, sir, they will go into an environment where they have, <laughs> they've, they've been in a, in a coach sleeping in a tiny little bunk all night long. They'll get to the next town. They'll pull out their acoustic guitar and jam on it and go into soundcheck two hours early so that they can do a meet and greet with 20 fans and teach them... And all ages, like 15 to 50, and do a two-hour meet and greet before sound check where they teach them how to play guitar. And then he will do the sound check, which will at least go for one hour. Then do the show later, which is at least two hours. And then afterwards, hang out with all the fans and jam acoustic guitar with the diehards for another hour. So they're really giving back. Oh, my God. And then, but, but get this, and then... If that was, wasn't enough, and it would have been, it absolutely would have been, we get back on the tour bus and I'm exhausted. Everyone in the band's exhausted. We get back in our little um, sleeping bunks in the sides of the bus in the middle, which we call the coffins because they're that small. The coffin cheaters. The coffin cheaters, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wiznos. We get back in there and it's like one in, one in the morning. And I hear the strains of acoustic guitar. And Tommy will be in the main lounge, like cinema area of the lounge room of the touring coach. And doodling, just making up new songs. Like doodling on his acoustic until three in the morning. And then he'll be up four hours later at seven before any of us and doing the same thing. And he would do that every day for three months and I witnessed it. And that was at 60, yeah. and that was at 60 years old. Really? It would take some level of obsession though to get that good. Yeah. That is, He's like a genius, is he? Yeah, that, that's the level of, of what I would think of as like Mozart, Einstein, Beethoven. Yep. Yep. It doesn't, it, like, it's a level where it's such a consumption that it is never not a part of your day. So speaking of Virgil Donati too, yeah. I watched a show on, might have been a series, I, I picked it up on YouTube recently when he went through the Dream Theatre drum auditions. Oh, yeah. That's right, he did. That was, that was incredible. And they were blown away by him. Yeah, that was really interesting to watch. Well, I reckon Simon's good as, as good as Tommy, yeah. No. I might be biased because I went to a party with Dave Riders about two months ago. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I, said, I said, the 20 hardest songs in the world, you played every one. So don't put yourself down, man. Hoss you're is the to, boss. I mean, look, that, that's, this to, is what Tommy says, so to, I'm just basically yeah, concurring there. Tommy's one of the top guitarists in Australia. But, I understand what you guys are saying. But hold on, I, I, I want to touch on this Dream okay, Theater thing because sure. you – what, what are you doing when it comes to the Dream Theater stuff? Yeah, okay, what's, what's so what happened was in the mid-90s, I was doing a, a, a like an instrumental fusion rock jazz heavy metal thing with Virgil called On The Verge, yep. which was essentially Virgil's band, but we all kind of input, we all wrote the songs, we all kind of had a, a production element, so we, you know, it was all co-produced. Um, and that album sort of did, like it was a sleeper, like it did pretty well. But what's weird is it, I get more messages now, 20 years later, from fans on YouTube and Insta and Facebook from people that say, hey, that, that album really, like, I grew up listening to that than even back, at, back in the day. Yep. And the thing is that um, uh, not long after that, a Dream Theatre were a very big thing in the early 90s. And, and so in the mid-90s, we did our own little Dream Theatre tribute show called Theatre of Dreams. We just flipped the words around. 
And all we did, it was never to really make money or anything. We just did it just for fun yep. and to nerd out basically. And all these years later, so in 1996, I had the privilege of playing with the Dream Theatre drummer Mike Portnoy. And now all these years later, um, there's some kind of a weird thing in me where I just want to do it again. Yes. And so we're going to do a Theatre of Dreams 2.0. Now, Virgil lives in LA now, and yep. so he um, and he's just off on... Is that Melbourne or LA? He's in LA, which may, but also he's completely on his own other trip now. He's so, so much an artist in his own right mm-hmm. that um, coming back to do, like, Dream Theatre uh, yes. songs is, is just sort of not in his purview. But for me... I had so much fun back then when I was in my early 20s. I want to revisit it as a nostalgence, you know. Yeah, um, and so we're just going to call it Theatre of Dreams 2.0. So, um, and we're going to put it together actually in lockdown. Next year. No, yes. actually what we're, what we're already doing. And I, I wish, I, wish I had some stuff to play to you because I've already heard the drums and everything. But well, We've got five guitars here. It's up to you, mate. Great. Um, <laughs> Don't be shy, we're mate. Doing, we're going to do a lockdown video where just me... Um, and the drummer, who is also going to sing and play keys, the two, just the two of us are going to remake some Dream Theater songs and put them on YouTube. Oh, so that's going to be that is going to be mind blowing. And yeah. the, the, now there's something else. Yeah. So you are widely regarded as he was in the, um, he was in um, Daryl Braithwaite's band too. Simon, he, he's currently working with Daryl Braithwaite. Darryl, yep. you, should, you should mention that because I was supposed to do a commercial with Daryl Braithwaite last year, Ultra Tune. So oh, it's been put and on so hold. did that not happen? It's been put on hold because of COVID, but next year it's. Yeah. Uh, Dale Braithwaite and Chappelle Corbyn were a capper. Wow. So fantastic. Wow. Now that's a lineup. That's right? a trio. Yeah. So we love, <laughs> that is a trio. We love Dale. We love Simon. I'm we, actually going to get Simon to actually play at our wedding. I'm going to ask him at wedding party. Simon's going to, hopefully, he says yes. Simon, hopefully. Uh, Electric uh, Mary and Dale Ryder. Well, that's a, now that's a lineup. Now that's, for a that's, a, that's Electric a lineup. Electric Mary, Dale Ryder, and Taxi Ride. And Simon Hasper. And Taxi Ride, and then me. I'm going to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> so, Simon, you yes. are widely regarded as in this country as the man. To who emulates Eddie Van Halen Correct. better than anybody. Yep. Right? So, I mean, I know that you're not going to say that that's what you are, but I'll I mean, say it, I'll say it for him. You should not. You say it, Wiz. Please you say it. <laughs> no, I could never, of course. No, and look, you know, I mean, you, you, you had some fair warning shows that were set up at the Corner Hotel that have been postponed for COVID, and we're, we're looking now at hopefully some new dates. We are. So, obviously, myself and the Corner Hotel are in discussions. The um, Corn Hotel in Richmond, Melbourne. Richmond, Melbourne, yes. Yep. Great venue. Um, Great venue. It is, I would say, probably Melbourne's premier rock cl- yes. club, like club venue. Yep. Correct. Um, it's one of those great dark places that has enough people to make it super cosy. Do you remember Wayne Gale who used to book that back in the 80s and 90s? Do you remember that? Vaguely, guy? yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You know Wayne? I did back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> He's not good at Simon. Continue. Um, so, but look, I mean, I, I've got to say, I mean, I've, uh, obviously since um, May, we've Melbourne's been in and out of these COVID yeah, things. Man, I yeah, I empathise with those people. Like, I've had two hundred forty shows cancelled, mate. So right. I'm, I'm, so, thank, not, thank, not, God, thank God for cameo and memo. <laughs> I'm really getting pissed off with the government. And no. just just to be clear on that, the Father's Day special is oh, fucking going for Father's Day special book now on Cameo you know, Memo. You, it's only you know what it is for Mr. Ryder? It's the Father's Dale special. The Father's Dale special. I'm doing, I'm doing eight a day, but I wouldn't mind 20. You wouldn't no. mind. But you could do it too. He yeah. could He could do it too. <laughs> Call now on Memo. Fucking 
Wizard, Wizard Cabot, I wish you had Father's Day. Happy Father's so, Day. So, I, I mean, Ooh, when you finally more, do get a show, I mean, we're, we're, game, so. we're not going to mention who it is, but I heard a whisper that you might have somebody pretty special that does a little shout out to you, Mr. Simon Hosford, on the day. And who, uh, give, me, give me a hint. I've actually, I've, I've been really lucky. There's been a couple of people from overseas that have agreed to do like a video. This is who I'm referring yeah, to. Like, well, obviously, like, we're not going to mention that today, right? Okay, who, fine. No, actually, who it is because we'll save it, it for the show. Let's right? leave yep. it for a one week before reveal, shall okay, we? Okay, let's do okay. that. Yeah. But no, no, I've been really, uh, honestly, very honoured and very lucky and very blessed there's been a couple of heroes of mine that I, not in a million years when I was a teenager and listening to even their father's records say, if that's what you're alluding to, yeah. would I have imagined that they would have something to say about the way I play guitar? Not yeah. in a billion years. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, I've, 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 me I've, I've watched yeah. you for 30 years. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it, it doesn't surprise me. Now, obviously, another one of your contemporaries in the Daryl Braithwaite band, a long-standing uh, collaborator of yours in the live shows, Jason Vorher, yep. is coming up on the show with us next week. Good. Well, and Tony, can um, Simon mention his website if anyone wants to book him for shows, appearances? you got a website Actually, or email? It, it, yeah, Just if anyone wants... Throw it out. Yeah, for, for shows and guitar lessons and whatever else, it's really simple. You can just email me. It's Simon Hosford, one word... At macmac.com. Yep, fantastic. Su- super simple. And please, if you want, or you can DM me on Facebook or Insta. Yeah, no and we can even have a weekend at Warwick's for a small fee. We you, could you have a weekend at Warwick's. Simon Warwick's and pay a small yeah, but fee. The only problem with Warwick, Captain yeah, Simon but, experience in yeah, my house. Can I interrupt and just say the only, the only problem with that is you're going to take 20%. You got to, so no. It's a problem. Mm, no, he'll do a deal for you. <laughs> he'll, he'll do a deal. deal. Free for you, mate. <laughs> As long as it's cash, right, yeah. Liz? And what about the 5150, Tony? It's a 5150 guitar that has been 51. custom made yep. for Simon yep. for this Van Eddie Van Halen show. Okay, yes. I is, do, it, is that up for auction or what, how's that it's work? Not, Tony? No. Tony and Simon, <laughs> tell me about it. It's not up for auction, <laughs> but I really should give a massive shout out to my good friend, Neil Daly. Who, and when I say good friend, you know how you meet someone and within like two months you just realise that you felt like you've known them your whole life? A bit, like, like, bit like me. Yes. Like, after two hours. Exactly. I'm seeing a little glint in Simon's eyes right yeah, now. There's, there's a, a big serious. glint in this eyes. Simon, that's how Simon was in, when he met me. He goes, I like no, this a motherfucker. There's a glint. No, that's a different glint he had in his eye for no, you. No, it's not a different no, glint. No, it's a slightly different glint. Shut up, Tony. I'll do the funny stuff. It's not a different glint. So... Okay, it's not it. Take your mask off, Tony. Oh, you're not wearing one. <laughs> it's, not here, di- Simon. it's not a different glint. Let me just say this. Neil Daly, who is uh, one of, uh, a beautiful new friend of mine who um, we met through social media and some of these Edward Van Halen forums and YouTube podcasts, asked me, he said, listen, um, is there anything you need for when you do this big show that's a tribute to Eddie Van Halen? And I said, well, look, the one thing I don't... I've got pretty much everything I need over the years. I've collected it all. The one thing that I don't have is the one guitar that I grew up watching, which was as 13 years old, was the one he played on the Live Without a Net live yep. show. Yep. And so Neil said to me, all the way from California, USA, and from Daily Custom Guitars, he said, well, why don't, why don't we just have an arrangement where I will build you this for the show... No expense spared. Really? Incredible. No, and, and the full relicing, he said, how worn do you want it to look even? So once I've painted it, do you want it to look new or do you want it to look like the way Eddie played it? On so you can't be for yourself? No, no. You can't be? No. And so I said, 
No, 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 I'm going to keep it for myself. Definitely, so, I mean, just to be clear, if, 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 you, bought a, if you bought a Fender that was relic from the custom shop, you're paying ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. Of course, right? yeah. But and and this is not even that because at least those are done in limited runs, How right? That, Twenty or one, one off. This is a one of one, one of one. And this is from the hands of a guy that is known for building Van Halen guitars. When are you getting it, Simon? It is almost I'm done. Get, I'm starting to get an erection right now. Warwick, you're going to need to lift that microphone stand up. You're going to bump it. I know. Yeah. No, with, with your erection, I'm talking. With. <laughs> Don't try and be funny, Tony. I'm it's trying a, not it's to. It's a presidential I'm election. Erection. Erection. <laughs> erection. <laughs> erection. Um, well, no, so anyway. Hey, yeah, exactly. That's going to be fantastic, Simon. Yeah, and I can show you guys some photos after, and, and obviously we can even put them on the... We'll put them, up, we'll put them on socials. our in, Instagram yeah, yeah. and the social. Because... And we're going to play Eddie, Eddie Van Halen's Lee Break, which um, Simon can copy exactly as good. Well... We're going to put that up later. No, we, we certainly no, are. Now, he, I, does, I, he does it better. Nah. I tell you what, I mean... For it's those been a, about to rock, <laughs> we salute you. <laughs> oh, wrong band. Yes, we do. Okay, yeah. it's been incredible having Simon Hosford on, he Australia's a, premier guitarist he has been on our, the show. He has been our best one since we started. He's so been, far he's, on he's, the been, first. he's definitely in our top three. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I think Dale's second, but Simon is a little bit better. Now, before Dale's we go, before checking. we let you go, Simon, we're yes. gonna, Wiz, you're going to tell us all about this next segment, which is the uppercut of the week. Okay. Who deserves an uppercut from the Wiz? Okay, here it is. The uppercut of the week goes to WA... What's that say, mate? That word I can't read. It. Is that say a government? We are we are say, live. Okay, does that say WA government? That's okay. Says, the uppercut of the week is the WA government for saying no to Eddie. I can't believe it. You can't believe it. He's Eddie a friend Maguire. of mine. WA government let Eddie Maguire in for the grand final. It's not a fucking grand final without the Ed. Eddie is almost the biggest warrior capper, and I can't believe that. I think that's an uppercut for you. That's an uppercut. WA government. And if we had an uppercut, pretend this is an uppercut sound effect. Boom. 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 Now, and next week we'll have Eddie as a guest because he owes me. Wiz, do you know Eddie? Yeah, you know Eddie. I think caps. we're gonna get we're gonna get Eddie on the phone in the next couple of weeks. We're I'll gonna, do, we're gonna been, get to the bottom of this. I've been doing the Collingwood President's lunch for ten years, so he owes me. Well, Eddie, if you're listening, and we know that you're not, we're gonna get Eddie. Right? And we're getting Sam Newman. Next we're getting Eddie and Sam Newman. That is an absolute fact. You can look it up. It's a cracker of a show, right? It's there. a cracker of a show. Absolutely. Well, we want to say thank you so much, Simon. It it's is been a absolutely. We love Simon. We'll be coming up again in just a few months. You'll be your team. See you later, mate. <laughs> and, and we're back. <laughs> mate, uh, Dad, you love Tony. He loves the sound of his own voice. I oh, fucking love that. I love it. It's been a good show tonight, hasn't it, Wiz? It's just like Wizzy Cap. It loves the sound of his own voice. Fantastic. When you had 37 years of practice, it's fantastic. <laughs> How about Dickie Now over there? Nicky D? How about Dicky D? Nicky D? You know Nicky D? Hey, Dave, if you know Dicky D? Is that ugly? You make a train take a dirt road. <laughs> and then we'll go to the same barber. Just get number one. Him, Tony and Simon. It is going to be an absolute and cracker. I'm still fucking hanging in there with the hair. You certainly are. You are the only one. I'm going to, yeah, yeah. With a full head of it going on. Uh, we've got some great shows coming up there, Wiz. On Saturday the 18th of September, we have got guitar yep. legend Tim Henwood and Brian Mannix. Who's Tim Henwood? Who's Tim Henwood? Tim Henwood has played is with... He re- is he allowed to Wayne Henwood for the Swans? No, he's not. Tim Henwood is an absolute classic, um, well-known Australian guitarist. He has played with everybody all the way to back in the day in the early is 90s. Is he with Simon Hosford? Well... Because now I've got the best, I don't want to go down. 
No, no, no. Look, Tim Henwood is right up there, mate. He is an absolute legend of the Australian music scene. He's so playing in a Tim, band like with love you, Tim. Brian Mannix, the Androids. They've got a cracking single out now, a cover of the song Rebel Yell. Next week, we have Jason Vorher from the Daryl Braithwaite Band and... I've heard of him. Kids in the Kitchen frontman, Scott Kahn. Okay, I better hide the beers from Scott. Scott's well, that tight, he's quicks. <laughs> but we love Scott. <laughs> I went to one of Scott's concerts in Darwiders and he goes, Warwick, keep out of that fridge. I said, do you know who I am? I'm going to raid the fucking fridge, Scott, so stop whinging. There's going to be Good 80s friend. all over everyone's faces after that episode, that's for sure. Saturday the 25th of September. We love Scotty Carr, he's fantastic. What was his number one song? <laughs> Remember that song ahead? Let's sing it. Uh, mate, when it comes to the 80s, what I, was it, I, I can't get yeah. past, I only take what's what mine. What was it? Does Scotty have a number one like Caps? I take what's mine, 750,000 copies. Oh, uh, that's right, Kids in the Kitchen. Kids in the Kitchen, they're fantastic. Yeah, they are fantastic. And 750,000, that was just domestically. It was yeah. sold 1.8 million worldwide, didn't it? Yep. Warwick? Number yes. one, yeah, one, number, one, one hit wonder. Number one in the, across the world. Now I backed that with Telephone, which is available now on iTunes. If you and download that, it's $3.70 for me. So if <laughs> they want to help me out, I've just lost 250,000 last year. Can everyone just download my song Telephone, please? Please. Everybody, download the song Telephone, even if you just use it for a ringtone. Even if you, get, if you think it's shit, that's just to get me 370, for fuck's sake. Because I am really struggling. Just do it. I mean, Kappa is like... Call it, you up and see what's up. <laughs> there it is, Scotty Khan. There it is. I mean, Saturday, the 25th of September, one of our balls and all live streams. We are going to be live through the entire game of the grand final, the AFL grand final. You tune in for special comments. Uh, yeah, we're going to have all sorts of guests. It's going to be great. We've got some big names. Uh, comedian Chris Franklin is already on board for that particular day. He's going to be giving us a call in and telling us what he thinks of the game. I've, done, show, I've done shows with Tony. He's funny. He's funny. With Chris he's Franklin? Good. He's good, yep. I mean, Chris, sorry, not Tony. Chris, you have, yep. Chris Franklin's very good. Sunday the 26th of September, UFC 266. We're doing a fight companion. Yep. We're going to sit here and we're going to basically watch the fights. Yep, Tony's a master of UFC, so he's a big, big contact, so that's going to go worldwide. We are going to have some great guests on that show as well. Yep, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great show. And our Balls and All podcast will be littered with special guests. And if you want to nominate a capper or an uppercut from today's or tonight's Please podcast... We can actually, they can email you, can't they? They can jump on our Facebook or our Instagram. You type in at TWiz Podcast. Yep. Or Google Wiz Kappa and Tony Marks, Warwick Kappa and Tony Marks Podcast. You're going to find out everything you need to know. Yep. Is there yep. anything that hasn't been said tonight, Wiz, that you think that just needs to be said? Yeah, let's thank our guest tonight who came on. He was fantastic. Dale Ryder? Yep. Dale yep. Ryder? Dale was great. What do you really think of him? He's unreal. He's unreal. He's a great bloke. I love Dale like a brother, but I'm from Tasmania. You certainly are. And Simon Hosford, incredible interview that was. And he actually did the same uh, lead break as Van Allen. He really did. It's hard to do. Yeah. So Simon's got the, uh, the fair warning show coming up. This has been another episode of the T-Wiz podcast with the AFL blonde hair, blue eyes, superstar legend, high-flying Warwick the Wiz Gabba. We'll see you next week. Don't be shy. And you get a memo or a cameo. We'll see you on Gmail and just plug into the websites. Fantastic. That's about it. Hey. Boom. And we're out.